0: Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. And we have breaking news for those who have just joined us for this hour. Our texting is back. 800 555 And internationally, you just put your the country code plus one. And you can get in touch with us from around the globe.
1: Yay. So glad to be able to see your name pop up in our texting feed. I mean, seriously, my heart is smiling.
2: Yeah, I'm glad it is. Mine mm-hmm. is, too, because 22 days of tex- texting held hostage, <laughs> I was gradually becoming more and more irritable.
1: You were. And that went away. and that All of a
2: sudden, magically, it went away this morning.
1: It was hilarious to me because I don't know that I've seen you irritable. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making that up. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you irritated much. No? Ever. No. No. Not in this room, anyway. Okay. If it happens, you must take it out the door and...
2: You yeah, you don't want to look in my office then to okay. see all the, the holes in the wall. No, I'm kidding. There's none of that. <laughs> I could only think of one time in this room. And now that I think about it, you weren't here.
1: I Oh, yay. You can do that anytime. Yeah,
2: it wasn't you. you be as irritated was as I, you I, want relax. when I'm
1: not here. Was I? <laughs> yeah, was Briggs here?
2: No, he was not here either. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it had nothing to do with the person who was a part of our team.
1: Oh. It had nothing to do with a person who was a part of our team.
2: That's correct.
1: I'm just wanting to make sure I understand and hear what you're saying to me. Yeah. Excellent. Yep, yep. Was it technology-driven? Are you going to tell on yourself?
2: It was the third time that we had tried to schedule a guest. Oh. And first we had a, a... I'm sorry, this person can't be here right mm-hmm. before the show started. Okay, that's fine. No no problem. We'll sure. reschedule. Lots of grace. You let us know in advance. Great. The next time ended up being like either, I don't remember if it was a no show or it was like five minutes before we were to go on the air. All of a sudden that person is unavailable. What? Okay. The next time, third time, I'm like, okay, we're going to give a lot that's of grace.
1: That's on us, dude. Yeah,
2: a lot of grace. Uh-huh. But we we were trying to help a, sure. a friend out. Yep. and. At this point in time, the person shows up like four minutes late, <laughs> and, I, and uh, I'm like, no. No, 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 no. This is not happening. And the, the, uh, someone else was in the control room. They're like, hey, do we want to put them on there? I'm like, do not put them on the air yeah. right now no no <laughs> so no so you were yeah, that, you were that was frustrated i was i was a little frustrated i was a little angsty that day
1: yeah i know it's did, did the did the guest not realize that it's a live radio show
2: i don't know but uh, he said i'm ready i'm ready i'm like no he's not ready well, oh so. he can be ready all he wants now i was ready yeah. three other <laughs> three times, times and go. he was not so
1: i am a little amazed in this world of podcasting It is surprising to me how many guests, now really they're working with publicists or representatives of some sort, how many will pop on and say, oh, this is radio? I didn't know.
2: We're live? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we are.
1: But uh, I have to say, one of the best interviews, if you want to go to our YouTube channel, one of the best interviews for that is our own Carl Clausen out of Chicago. (laughs) He is part of our Chicago morning team. And we were talking... Okay. you are gone. And he, he gets on the air and he goes, Okay, hold on a minute. I got to go change something. He goes, We're not live, are we? And I'm like, Carl. Of we're course totally we're live. live. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Yes. It, he was off that day. So it just, he thought I was too. And I'm like, No, friend. You just go ahead and take your time, adjust those blinds. But but me and the Moody Radio family will be waiting for we'll, you. We'll, we'll just patiently back. wait yeah. for you. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay. So we now know it's documented. You were frustrated in the studios; just nobody was here to witness it. So did it really happen?
2: Well, there was, there was one other witness, but he's no longer in the building. So okay. I guess I can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to track him down. Maybe subpoena him. <laughs> eight eight right? six did
1: six... it happen? Oh, I, I don't think we've lost anybody on the team. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's, he's still uh, doing quite well today. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. No. Good to hear. But speaking of, of waiting, Yes. Could you imagine?
1: It's the hardest part.
2: The <laughs> very nice. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being out swimming in the ocean? You're snorkeling, scuba, you're diving, and all of a sudden the Gulf Stream gets you. Oh. You're part of a group, and all of a sudden you realize you're going further and further away from the group. And no matter how hard you're swimming, you cannot get back to that group.
1: Oh goodness.
2: Happened to a 22 year old who has lost at sea Scared. for two hours. It uh, The Gulf Stream just kept pulling him further and further off the coast of Key West, Florida. Thankfully, after two hours, he was rescued by his family. His name is Dylan, and he was drift diving with friends when the current got him. And he said it uh, ended up taking me faster and faster away from them, got to the point where the boat and the group just disappeared. Oh, And at that point, he said, I realized things were starting to get serious.
1: (laughs) Okay. Glad he picked up on that. Uh,
2: Yep. The sun started to set. He (sighs) saw sea turtles and reef sharks within about 10 feet of the visibility that he did have. He was cold, started to shiver, Uh eventually found a piece of bamboo to cling on to. Wow. He continued to swim around. Exactly. Found two white mooring balls that he tied himself to somehow to keep afloat. And eventually he saw the Coast Guard helicopter overhead, but his family... Who had set out to search for him by boat almost drove over him. Oh, as they were searching, they didn't, but that was then close enough for them to realize, oh, there he is, yeah. right there
1: <laughs> on the little white mooring balls. There on the little attached. white mooring
2: balls, he said they were oh. driving along and basically landed right on top of me, and uh, thankfully he was rescued and all is well today. But I that whole waiting thing—that would be a. That would be a pretty miserable two hours.
1: Mm, you know how your mind plays tricks on you, too. So uh-huh. that that's all of that. Oh, I'm thankful to hear a happy ending on that one. Yeah. They don't always end so well.
2: No, and that's what they're saying. Most of the time, often they, they don't end well.
1: Mm. And yeah. you can't just jump the back of a turtle and hit the <laughs> right. Australian uh, whatever that was in Nemo. That's what I kept thinking of. If you're in the Gulf Stream. Uh, that stream, and, yeah. you know, we'll just... Dude, find a turtle. (laughs)
2: Didn't work. You you, you You did that that? pretty well, yeah. The accent of the turtle. Yeah, the stoner turtle from Nemo. Hey, It's uh, seven minutes
0: after the hour. You're listening to uh, Don and Steve in the Morning. She brings the sparkle. He brings the chill. It's Don and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Good morning from us all. Hey, we're glad you're here with us, and the good news is we're welcome, uh, welcoming
2: you back via text 800-555-7898 if you want to join the conversation on text. We're happy to uh, join the conversation with Tiana and Scarlett. You may have uh, heard of them, seen them. They are uh, kind of t- uh, TikTok's sensation as they're talking about a really positive image, and they've written a book called I'm Gonna Have a Good Day. Tiana, Scarlett, good morning, girls. How are you?
3: Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys?
2: We are (laughs) doing really well. Now, uh, Scarlett, you began um, with with mom kind of working on your hair one day, I understand. And all of a sudden, she started uh, doing some encouraging things, these uh, positive affirmations, daily affirmations. Do you have a favorite thing that she has told you?
1: She's thinking.
3: Uh, what do you think? What's your favorite affirmation? I love you. I love, I love you. you. Oh, see, yeah. I like that one. That is a good one. We do. I love myself. We love our friends. So we we do a lot of stuff about love, for sure. Understandable, because we all have this depth in our
1: hearts that needs love. And, of course, God ultimately giving us the 100%. perfect love, did he not, in yes. his son, Jesus. Absolutely. and yeah, that it's just amazing to speak that truth over your life. And, you know, God made us. And so to talk about those great things and the way he has made us, because we certainly can pick one another apart. And man, I, I'm so thankful, Tiana, that you are taking on this big conversation with your kids.
3: It's a lot. It's a lot. They, um, I, I it's not only preparing them, but I, it's like, I'm preparing myself. You know, I go through a lot of negativity on the internet. And so, um, I feel like God has prepared me for this, um, through affirmations. So, um, I know, I know for a fact, this is what we are supposed to be doing and, um, God has called us to do this. Scarlett has got the sweetest heart. And so, um, yeah, we're excited. We're excited to see these in the homes. I see all these pictures of everybody going and getting their books It came out yesterday. So yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing, and I may start crying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay if you do. We are
3: right. criers, right, Scarlett? We are criers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, Tiana, when was it that really kind of got you going, or was there something that happened? When did you decide I'm going to start doing these daily affirmations? Because it's one thing to to tell your kids uh, something every once in a while, but you're like super intentional about this.
3: Right. So basically, I've always been the type to affirm Scarlett because I was affirmed growing up by my dad, but I never, he never really got them to repeat them after me. And so when I started getting her to repeat them after me is when everything happened with the black lives matter, George Floyd and all that. Cause I was like, this girl has got to know her worth. She's got to know that her curls are beautiful. I don't want her to ever feel like she has to straighten her hair to be beautiful or, you know, so, um, a lot of people have come to me. and was like, thank you so much for this. I, I would have never thought to do this with my child, you know? So, and then people saying, I wish my mom would have done that to me when I was younger, or my white mom would have because they were biracial. and it's like, I would have, you know, I would have loved my curls or not. I would have embraced my skin. So I think it's changing a lot of lives in it. And I think it's going to be a really beautiful thing. And I'm super excited to to hear everybody's stories.
1: God's design for us and in us is truly amazing. I, oh. I you know, whether depending on, how you got your curls, we know God gave them. So it, it's fascinating to me, especially with curly hair. That's something I've always wanted. I what? love curly hair. <laughs> I do not have curly hair. And I'm, I'm amazed at how many people, I know this is like not the only thing in the book, but I'm amazed how many people that have curly hair are just like, I know, I don't like it at all. What?
3: Uh-huh. I know. I know. Over here, curling mine. I'm like, girl, you don't even have to curl yours. I got to curl mine, right? <laughs> Scarlett, are you just, At the, the end of the day.
1: I know. I know. They don't hold no matter how much product you put in there. Scarlett, right. are you just waking up this morning, little
3: sis? <laughs> Yeah, yep. she is. it is early for her. So we do homeschool and then, uh, we do, uh, she goes to a church on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so today is one of those days where she normally sleeps in. So she's like, what are we doing? up so early.
1: Well, we ask that question every day. I every so-
2: <laughs> yeah, we really do. So uh, Scarlett, I got to ask, what do you think about the fact that your videos have been so popular online? Is that something that uh, you're kind of excited about?
3: How do you feel about all these people? Because people come up to us a lot. So how how does that make you feel? Does that make you feel like loved? How does it make you feel? How does that make you feel? Okay, put that Scarlett down. Scarlett
1: needs her coffee though. Wait, no, I, a, yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. Like and and then I made a mistake by not having anything in here to uh, to undistract her. Oh sure. <laughs> like, I'll play with this necklace now. That,
1: that's it. If, if it's I there, think it's I a would good too. Good thing. Hey, I have a couple I have a stress ball and I have a pen. <laughs> I have right, a lot of things. Exactly. So I, I totally get it, Scarlett. No worries. <laughs> no worries. I think love and affirmation God has given us one another to remind each other that we are valued and in his sight. He has given us life and he's given us everything that we need for life and godliness and to confirm and affirm that in our children's lives. So very important. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, I, I, applaud you for being super intentional about making sure that uh, Scarlett knows that she is loved and uh, Scarlett, I, I am with Don. I love the hair. Yeah, I think that's, that's hey. fantastic.
3: Let me have that hair, girl.
2: I did right. <laughs> no, you're, you're going to keep it. Well, you all right? You keep it. It's yours. God gave that, it to you. Well, right, the, exactly. The new book is called "I'm Going to Have a Good Day," and certainly appreciate the uh, opportunity to uh, talk with both of you, And Tiana and Scarlett. Again, I'm going to have a good day.
0: Putting a different spin on things. It's Steve and Dawn in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Did you hear that?
1: I did it's hear Steve that. It's Steve
0: and Don, so I get to go first this time. That, this time? Me first.
2: <laughs> that, that was a serious eye roll right
1: I, there. D- I was going to say, this time <laughs> we share. We do. And share alike.
2: That is very, very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Team effort here. And it's- that includes you, by the way. 800-555-7898. To- ready? Wait for it. Text. Call too. We'd love to hear your voice.
2: It is so nice to have that back. Yeah. Yeah. It's so uh, great to see so many texts coming in this morning. Thank you for doing that. You know, one of the things as we kind of look at the landscape of the economy and the way that people are spending these days is we've seen a decline in bookstores. Most bookstores, a lot of bookstores, are are gone. Amazon has uh, forced a lot of them out. And a lot of people wondered whether Barnes & Noble would actually be able to make it. Sure. That's the only big bookstore that I can think of around anymore, at least in our area.
1: I would agree.
2: I yes. Remember, there used to be a bunch of others, but yep. not anymore. Barnes & Noble, they're 136 years old, and they wow. did struggle uh-huh. for a time. But they have begun to not only make it, but they've begun to grow again. Really? And success came through embracing the most antiquated technology of them all, the printed book. They're opening new stores, including places where Amazon tried and failed to launch bookstores. And uh, people are asking, well, what's behind that? What is it that caused them to turn the corner? I guess
1: they brought in musicians and they, you know, set up camp and, and drew people in with special programming.
2: And none of that. No, none of that. Free coffee. Uh, Not that either. They say the turnaround was attributed to a key player here. Um, His name, he was, well, it's the new CEO. Okay. And what happened is they, they brought this new CEO in and he said, what we're going to do, and his name is James Dons. He said, what we're going to do is we're going to focus on what we really do, who we really are. We're a bookstore and we're going to focus on books and we're going to love books. He was credited with helping to turn around the largest bookstore in the UK before he came to the US. And he said, We're not going to follow the rules that all the other coffee shops or bookstores slash coffee shops have had and uh, because so many of them have gone out. He said, we're moving away from heavy discounts. Um, We are not going to devalue our books. We are going to love what we sell. And it began to work. They weren't dumbing anything down. They weren't uh, doing all the bells and whistles. They're saying, we love books, and you should love them too. And I think it's very interesting that that actually began the turnaround. At the top, the guy says, we're going to love what we do and who we are, and we're going to embrace that, and we're going to pass on that love to our consumers, to our customers. And so you may think, okay, great, why are we talking about a bookstore here? (laughs) Well, Trevin Wax has written an article all about this on the Gospel Coalition website, and he's saying, okay, how does that impact the church? Mm Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of us who hear the numbers, we see the statistics, we know that so many churches are in decline, church attendance is down, churches have closed, many during the COVID period. What can we learn from this? And he brings it down to passion, devotion, and love.
1: I can see how Trevin made that pivot to encourage and challenge our churches. To kind of get back to the basics, love of Christ, love of people. If we love him and we are pouring that out in, into one another's lives, that makes a huge difference. And no yep. statistic, as Barnes & Noble looks at their statistics and the statistics of their competition, and the new CEO says, yeah, no, 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 we're not looking at that. We're going to look at the love that we have for our product. Well, how much more? Should believers be looking to love our Savior mm-hmm. and see one another as the designed pieces that we are that Christ has given His life for? It seems so simplified, you know, love. Yeah. But Paul talked about it too. You will be known. Well, that we are to have love, and then was it First John? You will be known by your love, by your love. yeah, not your statistics.
2: Right. Not the statistics, not the trinkets, not the bells and whistles. And that was one of the things that uh, the previous leadership of Barnes & Noble have done. All right. We're going to add the coffee shops. We're going to add this. We're going to add the trinkets. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that. And kind of took their eyes off the main thing. It was a bookstore. Sure. And they began to look at all these other things besides books. Taking your eyes off the main thing led to problems. And isn't that true? I mean, it's just what you were saying right there. We take our eyes off Christ. We take our eyes off the centricity of the gospel. We take our eyes off of the, the word of God and we look at programs and music and coffee shops and all of that kind of stuff. And that, I'm not saying any of those are bad, but that can't be the main draw. That can't be the main thing. It's got to be the word. I have a pastor friend of mine who always uh, would say whatever you win people with, you win them too. Sure. So are we going to win people with the word? are we going to win them with our coffee shops?
1: Mm -hmm. And with love. Right. Love and the truth of the word? Yep. Yeah. Wow. So examining your own church, examining how your church interacts with one another uh, from the leadership standpoint, from the congregation standpoint, uh, what about the first love? I'm thinking about Revelation. And is it Laodicea when... They're told, "Hey, you've done all these great things, but here's what I hold against you." Jesus says, "You have forgotten your first love, which would be Him." Yeah. Have we forgotten our first love today? Something to really think through. We've got a little bit more to consider. Trevin Wax, great job with this article. Hey, we'll put it on our Facebook page. Don and Steve in the morning, Moody Radio.
0: It's Wednesday. And we have our brand-new segment coming up in the next hour. This is Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Hey, we're
2: glad that you've tuned in on this Wednesday. Here's the headline of the day. Texting is back. Yes! After 22 days of texting being held hostage, apparently last night the texting SEAL team went <laughs> in, and they freed it, and now we're able to communicate once again.
1: Woohoo. So if you wanted the Devo we're figuring out some of this new technology but we are happy to send you the link and also you can get things still on our facebook page we're just we're just happy to be able to talk you you know you're always welcome to the conversation as well calling yep. or texting 800-555-7898 we we're just talking about things that are important and important to the church it, it's fascinating to me i sometimes have to remind myself, you will make time and you do make time for things that are important to you. Mm -hmm. I I think that usually brings me up the shortest on when I think about the time and the word that I spend, like comparatively. Okay, You know what I mean? Like you spend all this time doing so many different things during the day. And I try not to use that to guilt myself, but just remind myself, prioritize the things that are really, really important. Prioritize the things that add value to your walk with jesus Mm. make sure that you're learning more about him spending more time with him things like that and so within the church what are we valuing because i see things like this national day and i go huh now you know i'm all about celebrations. oh yeah so uh, any any chance to to celebrate something i think is a is a great thing, brings community, hopefully we can exercise hospitality, all these things, gifts that God has given us. This one is new to me, and so I was very curious if our friend Briggs is familiar with this.
0: Oh, what is this?
1: It's called Burns Supper.
0: Burns Supper?
1: Burns Supper.
0: I... Just heard of this yesterday I am familiar about it I don't know what it is But I've heard it before It's not a burnt supper No sir No
1: B-U-R-N-S Uh-huh Which of course I'm thinking cooking Immediately Oh no no. Well when you put burns
2: With the word supper That Very logical You would come to that uh, Conclusion But
1: no that's not it It is not
2: it It Has to do with the poet (laughs) Robert Burns
1: (laughs) This is Popular in the United Kingdom This poet He's Scottish which, you know, makes me wonder why any, I, I guess it's the greater UK, right? Yeah. It, it's not just, say, London. But this Scottish poem writer, he actually only lived 37 years. He had a heart condition and it took his life at 37 years old. But here's the best known poem that he ever wrote.
2: You sing it every uh, New Year's Eve. We do. The New Year's Day, yeah.
1: We do. I don't know all the I don't either, <laughs> but you know the the tune "Old Lang Sign. Yep. Yes, oh, see, he does know. Briggs speech. No,
0: it is Burns' night, not Burns' supper. But that's just the uh...
1: so in the U.S.
0: So yeah, I'm, on I'm...
1: January twenty fifth, it is Burns' supper. Okay, mm-hmm. okay.
2: So what's the supper part of it though?
1: Yeah, it's a celebration. You get together. You have certain foods that you know, like oatmeal, suet. Uh, you can do. Uh, soup, cheese, dessert, toast, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, yeah. That you,
2: that uh, you will not be participating in because of your 10 day challenge thing that you're doing right now. That is
1: correct. Unless I'm eating gluten-free bread and I could, I could have soup.
2: You could have soup. Logs
1: that doesn't have dairy in it. Right. I had a great soup Saturday evening, no dairy, no gluten. It was a taco soup.
2: Oh, that sounds good. Oh, my tummy just crumbled. But no cheese, though, right?
1: No cheese. Well, I did add cheese. Uh, It was because the 10-day challenge hadn't started yet. Okay. I was was free and clear.
2: All right. You're on day three right now. How's it going?
1: Yeah. Good. You? I'm good. Yeah?
2: Minor caffeine withdrawal headaches going on. Not that I've eliminated the caffeine, but I've cut back drastically, Mm -hmm. and I'm feeling that.
1: You feeling that a little bit? I am
2: feeling that a little bit.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I yeah I thankfully because I I believe since I took kind of a running start at this knowing it was coming and had diffused a lot of these things out of my life already it's not as big a whammy as if you kind of just kept going full tilt okay until yep. the day you started it it's going to make a difference
2: yeah that would be me so <laughs> yep <laughs> feel like I ran into the wall but we Bless. are glad that you oh, are here with us this morning it is Don Steve in the morning on Moody Radio.